Welcome to another version of Fishmonger Livestream. I'm Dan, your friendly fishmonger from dancefish.com. Um, glad you're all here. We do this every Wednesday at 7 o'clock Mountain I Time. I can't find my card. Oh, my gosh. Don't we panic. Have an ad. I didn't know it made you watch an ad before you could see it. That's not any fun. <laughs> so, you all watching this with me? This just, feels, this just feels wrong. Yeah, I can skip it. Good. All right. Um, let's see here. I wonder if, yeah. Yeah. So, welcome everybody. Although, it's, hey, there we go. Hey, Lumpy Dog, how you doing? They made you watch an ad too, huh? I can tell. I can tell. Daryl, welcome. Glad you could make it. Jason Cichlids. No, Childs. Sorry, I got fish on the mind. <laughs> Jason Childs, hello. Um, Jason, are you new? Um, if you're not, forgive me, but if you are, welcome. Glad you're here. Bob Kaler, good to see you, Bob, as always. Susie Q, howdy. Mile high. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yeah, you're not going to fool me with that again, Michael Trevino. I know, I know who Mile High is. <laughs> I've got your number. Thomas, hey, glad you could make it this week, Thomas. And you're welcome for any help I could give you. Um, Jeff Rose sent me. Cool. Hopefully Jeff Rose can uh, pile over here if he's done his stream. Do you guys know? Were you all over there? Jason Childs. Am in New Orleans. Well, I bet it's a little toasty there. Um, <laughs> that just sounds hot to me. Not like like sexy hot, like ouch hot, like this is uncomfortable hot. Um just in case you were wondering. Um, <laughs> keep it in crypto. Hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thomas Perkins just saw your new sleeper goby. Is that what it is for realsies? Um, yeah, so let me, speaking of which, let me see if I can, okay, this is gonna, might look funky for a sec. Oh no, it didn't. You guys aren't seeing what I'm seeing. That's probably good. Um, let me bring this sucker up. So I got this fish in, with my white cheek gobies a long time ago. Let me show it to you. It was a little itty bitty thing. And now it's a couple inches and it looks like this. And I thought maybe a sleeper goby. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure what it is. So I'd like to see what other people think. See if you can, do you all agree with Thomas? Is that a sleeper goby? Because, um, when I look at sleeper goby, oh, hang on. Let me let me do something real quick. Oh, right, there we are. When I look at sleeper gobies, and, and we'll get to this funky looking guy by me in just a second. I'll tell you all about him. Um, here's what I see. Goby. Uh, when I look at that. Oh, yeah, it's totally asleep. Well, I think. It's like a water cow, they call it. Yeah, maybe it is a sleeper goby. You might be just, you might be right about that. So anyway, um, that's the mystery fish. Do they get huge and are they good in aquariums? Like anyone have experience with sleeper gobies if that's what they are? If you could let me know. Um, I'd like to figure out exactly what I'm going to do with the thing. <laughs> um, Jason Child says, yes. It's hot, or yes, it's a sleeper goby. Not quite sure which one. Fishing glass. Hey, welcome. Who dat? Not only that, 
but who's on time and no technical difficulties? Oh, yeah. We're back, baby. Um, <laughs> Mile High Flacos. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll never forget that. So my introduction to Michael Trevino was him using lots of different usernames and um, getting me to talk bad about his other usernames. I know bad's the word, but man, that light is bright. Hey, I'm going to try something. I'm going to see if this looks better. That might be better. I don't know. What's it all look like on your end? Is that a little better, a little less glare? When you get bald, you become very conscious of glare. <laughs> um, let's see here. Chef Hannibal. Delicious cannibalism going on tonight. Susie Q says, Jeff Rose is just wrapping up. Great. Jeff said he would make it tonight. All right, look at that. Baseball must be on hiatus. Corey boy. Hey, welcome, Corey boy. How the fish doing? Any luck with them? Any luck breeding or anything like that? Uh, Jason, y'all should come to New Orleans. Yeah, I want to. And I'll end up there. I'll, I'll get there. I want to try some some real food. That's what <laughs> I want to do. I hear it's good. Um, 98 degrees. I th Yeah, 98 degrees. Cool. <laughs> My high plug says, don't lie. It's sexy hot in New Orleans. All right, you got me. You got me. I just love sweating and humidity. So sexy. Lumpy Dog, my Wi-Fi is acting up tonight. Ooh, I might be slower on the draw tonight. Everybody better behave themselves. All right. All right. Thanks, Lumpy Dog. And thanks for uh, modding. Appreciate it every week. Appreciate all your help. Thomas Perkins. Yeah, dude, that's a cool fish. And I think we're talking about the sleeper goby. Don't tell me what to do, Lumpy. <laughs> Get off my lawn, says Lumpy. <clears throat> Real thing for you, fish tanks. <gasps> Hi, all Jeffros sent me. Well, thanks, Jeffros. Hey, there's the man himself. Howdy, Jeffros. Glad you can make it. Thanks for sending everyone over. Cheers for that. V-Stag's in the house. Hey, V-Stag, I have a question for you. Um, so you're when do you have like an auto commenter on YouTube? I'm just curious because I just noticed that the last like three vids. It's the same comment every time. Or do you just have like a macro that you can just push it and it comments? How'd you, how'd you finagle that, man? Uh, that's a time saver is what that is. Pebs13. Hey, everyone. Well, hey, Pebs13. Welcome. Um, I don't know if you're new to the channel or not, but I think you might be. So welcome to the channel. If you're not, if you're here like every week and I just totally didn't remember, then I, I apologize from the bottom of my heart. I'm pretty bad with names. Thomas, depends on the species. Six to 12 inches. Woo. All right. Anybody in here want a sleeper goby? If you do, I will send it to you for free. Just pay shipping. Okay. Um, fishing glass. Hey, <laughs> jinxed it. Yep. Yep. Knock on wood. Here we go. Oh, other hand. On my camera, it's all backwards. Uh, Mob Guppy's in the house. Hey, Adrian Castillo. Yo, 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 Castillo. All righty. Thomas. I follow a collection group from French Guyana. They post pictures of sleepers a lot. Cool. What's interesting is that the, um, the shipment it came in with came from China. So China or Vietnam, I can't remember which, but not anywhere where sleeper gobies are natural, I think. So I, mean, I just, I'm curious how it got thrown in there. Unless it happened in like a holding tank, like stateside or something. I guess that could have happened. 
Mile High Plate goes 98 degrees, worst band ever. <laughs> There's a play called, what is it, 115, 120 in the shade or 100, something like that. But yeah, <laughs> speaking of names, Mr. B's Fishing Things. Good day. Well, good day, mate. Priscilla. Hey, you made it, Priscilla. So, Priscilla, um, I... Uh, my esteemed colleague here um, made me hip to what I said last week when I was on medicine for my um, wisdom tooth surgery. And uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I read things wrong and that time it came out pretty funky. Sorry about that. Um, CK, I have a question. All right. Question. I want to soften my water. Soften? Soften. Oh, yeah. My water, but too cheap to buy an RO unit. Can I use distilled water or other suggestions? You can. You just probably want to remineralize it a little bit because distilled is, uh, it's too pure for much to want to live in it comfortably. So you could use distilled, but you're going to want to doctor it a little bit. Um, anyone in the chat, if you've played with distilled water, could you let us know your secrets and um, what worked for you so we can help CK out? Um, Pebs13, Jeffro sent me. Well, great. Thanks again, Jeffro. Jeffro's. Uh, man, I don't even have medicine to blame this week. It's just my uh, my brain function. So uh, VStag says, well, secrets. So speaking of secrets, um, let me introduce to you my partner in crime here. This is Jonathan. It's Priscilla Guest. Uh, we're related slightly. This is my little brother. You're that way. Yep. My little brother. And... Um, We've been working, so without telling them exactly what it is at all, can you tell them anything? Solving world <laughs> peace? I don't know. What, what have we been doing? We've been working on this project. So every now and then um, over the last few months, I've hinted at this secret that, that we're getting close to finishing, but I can't share yet. We're really close now. So... He, um, Jonathan came up from Austin, not Austin, San Antonio, Texas. That's where he's from. I think, uh, there's some other folks here from Texas too. And, um, <laughs> so he's here and we're just grinding. We're finishing this thing. We've been living, uh, basically in this workroom, just trying to grind this thing out. So we've been working on this project for a long time. I think you're all going to love it. I hope you love it. And I can't say what it is exactly, just because we're not quite there, but we're really close. But that's why he's here. And while we're talking about that, there's two pictures I need. If anyone has pictures of goldfish or koi, which are nice and clear and thumbnail worthy, and wouldn't mind sending them to me and allowing me to use them online, I would greatly appreciate it. I have pictures of most species of fish, but koi and goldfish, I've never had in my fish room. And I just, I just don't have any pictures of them that are any good. So if you have a picture of a koi or a goldfish that you think is nice and clear and thumbnail worthy, and you wouldn't mind me using it uh, publicly on the internet, um, if you would email it to me, dan at dansfish.com, I would be grateful. So Anyway, I wanted to interview Jonathan a little bit um, and just ask him about uh, what he does in the fish hobby. Uh, how many tanks do you have? What's your, what are your setups like? Stuff like that. 
So I'm a very cheap fish person. Um, <laughs> everything I have has been given to me except for my 20 gallon tank. So I have a 125, like the one behind us, a 60, 20, and a two gallon bowl. And two ponds. Well, yeah, and, and I bought a farm out in uh, Texas, so I have two ginormous ponds now, which is kind of fun. So, uh, hey, look at that. Cory Boy likes your answer. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. We got to get to this. Cory Boy slapping down a super chat for $4.99. Because I can thank you for all you do and fish are doing good, I ended up with two peacock gudgeons. Good, I end up with two peacock gudgeons. Okay, cool. Well, Thank you so much for the super chat, Corey Boy. Appreciate you as well. Thanks for being here. Thanks for participating. Um, everyone that does that, I appreciate the super chats so much. They're always appreciated, never required. But bottom line is, if people weren't here chatting and uh, participating, this would be super boring. So, Corey Boy, thanks for livening it up for us. We appreciate that. Anyway. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, unlike Dan, I'm not trained to be on camera. So, enjoy my awkwardness. Um, but yeah, so I, we grew up, Dan always had tons of creatures. And so I fondly remember convicts. So when I got uh, married some years ago, my first little tank was some convicts. Can y'all hear him okay? Does he need to project? Let us know if you can't hear him. All right. Yeah. So um, anyway, so yeah, I got some convicts. Um, since then have uh, been forever with them. But I also have... Uh, in the 120 right now, I have angelfish, um, some corridoras, two plecos, one of them that, and basically I've been given all these fish. People have given me the tanks when they've moved and given me the fish that were in them, so, but I enjoy it. And uh, one of the plecos is very large, it's about 16 inches, so I hope he doesn't grow anymore because <laughs> can barely turn around in that thing. Um, and I have an African clawed frog, which is actually really fun. The kids love it. They'll jump up and hang off of their pinky fingers if you can get a hold of it. So that's a good one. Um, and yeah, we bought the farm. And so we were out there playing in the ponds and got a bunch of baby bluegill and some mosquito fish out of it. So it's uh, about as fishy as I am other than enjoying your room here. So. All right, tell them what you're taking home and why. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to steal when I leave some, uh, it's fun because I can see the comments, but anyway, I won't get distracted. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, I'm going to steal a bunch of clown barbs. So I, I'm an active type person. I like ultimate frisbee. I like doing things. I like fish that are interesting, which is one, like do interesting behaviors, which is one reason I like convicts because I love their, their breeding and their, their family behavior. I know I'm saying convicts a lot and that's like silly, but oh well. And, uh, <laughs> but so here Dan's got the uh, clown barbs and they have fantastic behavior. And every day or so my, uh, my kids come down into the room and put their hands in the tanks and uh, laugh out loud as they get chewed on. So it's pretty fun. So we're going to take a bunch of those home so the kids can play with them. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to try to talk Dan into some uh, tequila sunrise guppies because they're really pretty. I think oh, they yeah. look good on the, the yeah. kitchen counter. So. Yeah, so the clown barbs, for those of you that have never kept like a big group of barbs, <clears throat> excuse me, um, they, if you get a group, they start becoming this singular organism and you drop food in and they just like, like mob it. It's like piranhas, but without the dentition that will destroy you. And um, so they get real confident and really bold. 
And so if you put your hand down in the tank, they all just come up and like nibble on it and exfoliate you basically. <laughs> like the doctor fish, like the, the gara that they use for pedicures and stuff. It'll just kind of go and chew on your foot a little bit. They do that and it tickles like crazy. So um, Jonathan's here with his wife and kids and his kids and my kids, I love it. I'll come down here and they'll be sitting at the tank with their arm in it, just <laughs> giggling and laughing. And it's hilarious. So um, I'm going to send them home a big group of clown barbs so that they can do that every day. Every day. <laughs> so you keep talking about cichlids and convicts specifically, which, um, you know, we always, those of us in the hobby for a while, we, we uh, have probably kept convicts and Think of them as that fish will probably never keep again because you can't get rid of it. So can you talk about like how you fell in love with them and your experience keeping them in Texas and then trying to get rid of them? Sure. Okay. Um, so I, I got in San Antonio, I went to a pet store and just got a bag full of convicts, brought it home. Um, obviously they started breeding right away and like in uh, the bag. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, and then, um, but why'd you get them? What was it about? So Did I love you... their, their family behaviors. So like my favorite story with these guys is, so they bred and then I took the babies out cause I wanted to see if they'd breed again. And, um, the babies were like fine, I guess, but they were like lost. They looked lost in the other tank. I don't know. And then the mom and dad were like just angry at each other after that because I'd taken the babies, oh, I guess. And they so were then blaming I, each other I for guess, the failure of the spawn, maybe. Yeah, it was. I don't know. They didn't spawn for like a few weeks and they were just kind of mean to each other. So I took the, the female back out, put her in with the babies. And it was really cool because as soon as she got in the water, each time a baby saw her, they like started doing this like duck thing, you know, just each baby would follow the mom as she swam around the tank for probably 10 minutes as it got reacquainted. And I was like, oh, that's such a cool thing. Like, fish that actually missed each other over the course of a week and like <laughs> recognized and thought they were family. So I love their family behaviors. I remember growing up, we had a whole bunch of them and they had like four or five different little breeding areas, which were really cool because they go back and forth and try to defend their territories. And they're just constant action. There's something going on. I remember on. growing up, I remember the convict baby tank. This thing was so thick with fish, you couldn't see through the water. And I don't <laughs> think I'm exaggerating. Like it was a 20 gallon old metal frame tank. And I just remember like the sheer number of them was insane. Yeah, they anyway. don't stop. So since then I, I tried to, uh, the, the, I keep finding babies everywhere. Like I've put them in an 80 gallon, I guess I also have an 80 gallon uh, bucket outside and that's where the convicts are right now. And uh, so there's, they're all young at this point. So I don't think there's any new babies. We'll see when I get home, but uh I've got to find someone to give the last ones to so I can, I'm ready to move on now. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't you like think you got rid of them, got rid of yes, all of them, so you thought, and I, then like a couple weeks later, oh, there's a few I missed and now they're spawning again. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. So they've, they've done this through five generations now and I've got starting <laughs> to get a whole lot of white ones coming out and I have one that's grown somewhat larger. And he has like a ginormous, what do you call it? The noodle hump thing, the flower horn thing is like growing on the top of his head. So yeah. they're starting to get a little strange, but uh, we but call they're it royal. They're getting royal. Royal? We sure. Getting royal. Yeah. So yeah, it's fun. <laughs> but I'm ready to, ready to move on to some uh, pretty fish and some other things. Yeah. So, so, um, so my brother and I both really like fish. And so the super secret project that we hope to be able to win, like, Oh, maybe this weekend maybe i mean we're really doing our we're we're gonna finish this sucker 
like during this trip. Yeah. Um, so we can't wait to share it with you, but it's, it's, uh, it's been fun to work on it. We've been working on it for, is it three years now? Almost. Yeah. And, um, but we both love fish and so it's, it's been an interesting project. So you'll hear all about that. Um, at some <laughs> point foreshadowing. Yeah. For yeah. <laughs> I, I want to tell them, but I know we can't yet. There's, there's okay. reasons we can't, but we will, we will. Um, all right, let's talk, let's go up and see the, uh, comments that we missed. So Jeff Rose says stag comments get spammed on my channel every time. Yeah, me too. I have to let you in especially VStag, you always go to the um, possible spam folder and I always let you in. Um, I'm a bot. <laughs> VStag says, well, I am a bot. No, I don't use a bot. I am a bot. <laughs> Priscilla, where in Wyoming do you live? I live in Sheridan, Wyoming. So it's like in the middle of the state, but up north, like 20 miles below the Montana border. So northern middle Wyoming. And it's beautiful. Yeah, right at the base of the Bighorn Mountains. I yeah. mean, it's it's gorgeous up here. So if you're ever driving uh, past here, Priscilla, let me know. I'd be happy to bring you down, show you the fish room, show you around town. Um, Lumpy, wondering about angelfish aggression? Check out Dan's recent video. Thanks, Lumpy Dog. Yeah, um, lump, um, Lumpy Dog aggression. <laughs> angelfish aggression is, well, I get a lot of comments about Lumpy Dog's aggression too. I mean, he's a mod that throws down, but... <laughs> angelfish aggression is one of the top questions I get because they're such a common fish and people that get them generally don't think of them as cichlids. They think of them as pretty delicate fish, but, um, but then a pair forms. So we've got a video about kind of how I manage aggression or prevent aggression, things like that. Um, foreshadowing once the pair forms, yeah, no, <laughs> it's done, but there's things you can do to kind of mitigate stuff. Jeff Rose, I got some Gardner Achilles this weekend. Yes, yes, the best killie fish in my opinion to start with. I know there's a lot of other killie fish that are hardy and breed easily, but the reason I throw Gardner Eye in as my number one is because they're also just stunningly beautiful. And they're, they're a semi-annual, so you can water incubate the eggs or you can treat them as annual killie fish eggs and dry them out. There's just a great fish to experiment with and start with. Um, Jeff Rose, do you know the location uh, or do you have a picture that you could send? Um, I'd love to see them, but gardener eyes are one of my absolute, killifish are my favorite fish and gardener eye might be my favorite killifish just because they never let you down. They're amazing. Mr. B's fishing things, tank clearing behind you. Nice. Yeah, it's come a long way. So in person, I think it looks great. What, what do you think? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It, sit there and watch it, it looks nice. It looks really clear in person. There's some glare, which is why you're not seeing it as clearly as I am. Uh, I think you're just seeing reflection. I'm doing it on the wrong side. Like my hand. Yeah, I can see my hand reflecting behind me. Um, but yes, coming along, as soon as those plants grow in, it's going to be uh, really stunning, I think. I, I have to confess, I turned off the filter because I was feeding flake food. And when I do that, it just the flake food will just run across the top right into the um, right into the wear and get all gross. So I turned off the filter briefly to feed them. I forgot to turn it on for two days and I just had this massive algae bloom. <laughs> so it coated all the plants and everything. The uh, lumpy dog <laughs> throwing down a super jet. Dan, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is your favorite <laughs> character? Um, 
Besides Frankie, right? Because that would be cheating. Um, I don't know. They're each so wacky and crazy and fun. Um, I think, I think I'd go with Eddie just cause it's meatloaf and, and I do anything for love, but not that. Um, plus he gets eaten. So that's fun. <laughs> Love you dog. Thanks for the five bucks. I appreciate it. I appreciate your modding and man, every, every time uh, we finish a live stream, I feel like I owe you money because of all the work you do on behalf of this channel. But thank you so much. How about you? What's your favorite Rocky Horror character? Besides Frankie, that's just cheating. Um, <laughs> my own mod is trolling. <laughs> um, so where was I? Gardner and I, we talked about that. Oh yeah, so the tank's clearing up nicely. Uh, it's recovering from that algae just coated all the plants and stuff. But those sword tails do a great job of uh, eating the algae off the plants. So once it grows in, I am going to be, uh, I don't know, it's already nice, but it'll, it'll look more natural. Although stuff's growing slowly, like there's super high light in there. So the like uh, Ludwigian stuff, it's growing really slowly, really compact. It's not attenuating at all because it's got so much light, it's not reaching, which is getting some nice dense foliage on it, but, uh, but keeping it from growing up as quickly as, as it does when it's searching for light. So yeah. Uh, Priscilla got a good laugh. Good. Bob Kaler's fish hobby. It's always the drugs. I don't know what you're talking about, man. No idea. <laughs> hello from Michigan, says Jan. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome to Wyoming. Love you, dog. You can cut tank. Okay, you can cut tank water with distilled water. Oh, that's a good idea. Without remineralizing it, just in small amounts, like 10% water changes. There you go. That's a much better idea than what I was talking about. Yeah, you could just use a combination of your tank water and dilute it down with the distilled until you get it soft where you want it. Duh. <laughs> Thanks, Lumpy Dog. That's that's the way to do it. Much easier and less expensive than remineralizing. Mr. Beast Fishing Things. Little more hair on this guy. I know. I know. Yeah. I beat him, though. My back's hairier. Um, <laughs> I didn't lose my hair. It just fell down onto my back. Real thing for fish tanks. Wow, he's got hair. I'm the only one that's bald. So here's here's the gene set I got from my lovely parents. I got the bald. Where am I? I got the little bit chunky. I got the short. I'm the shortest of the brothers. I'm 6'1", but I'm still the little short one. These guys are huge as far as height goes. And then um, what else did I get? Oh, yeah, allergies. Like so bad so yay for me <laughs> i've got the brains you've got the looks no that's not right either nope. <laughs> um let me dog dance fish room and tattoo parlor <laughs> that's right that's right that's the secret that's right the fish tattoo room closes parlor. the tattoo parlor opens jeff rose uh saying hi to reef thing for you fish tanks that is quite the handle. Um, Mile High, you building a fish room in his house? So my house is barely twice. No, it's not even. It's one and a half times as big as this fish room. So there's no way we're getting a, a fish room in my house. Yep. <laughs> not for the not for That's the nonce. Build a new one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's in San Antonio. So no. You can have a fish room in San Antonio. Well, sure, but. <laughs> 
if we're not building it right oh, now. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> we're in Wyoming. I bet you anything uh, Jonathan is going to end up with more tanks than he currently has at some point in his life. Yes. That's my guess. That's my guess. We've got a respectable number of tanks for a, for a, yeah, for anyone. Um, CK at Lumpy Dog. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Priscilla. Stop it, guys. Dan's haircut is cool, too. Oh, Priscilla. Have I told you how much I love you? It's so much right now. So much. Thank you. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of tonsory now. Yeah. I've got to shave it again. It's getting a little long. But again, we've been like grinding down here. We haven't had time for like shaving. I think we showered. The next Didn't we shower? I think we showered, we showered recently. Yeah, it's been busy. Um, <laughs> but we're getting it done, and I can't wait to show you guys what as soon as we can what we're doing anyway enough of that um hooray for <laughs> you said it again thomas perkins hooray for grinding dudes <laughs> i'm gonna leave that one there um mile high Pleco says pond that's safer yeah i've always wanted a pond when we when we were growing up yeah we would jump on our bikes and pedal over to Crab's Pond, which was this horrible little dinky little mosquito-ridden thing. But it was full of bluegill and bass. And we would just go and you catch a grasshopper, you put it on the hook, you cast it in, you have a bluegill in 10 seconds. It was just magical as a kid. And we didn't know enough not to like eat them. So we <laughs> ate a lot of bluegill. We didn't know that that wasn't a great tasting fish. It was also the first, maybe the only, I think probably the only time I got my ear pierced because it was, was either me? you or Michael, another brother, who cast backwards and when they pulled forward, the hook went right into yeah. my ear. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, he blames us, but he's the one that was standing behind someone. That's true. <laughs> when you're like five, right. you don't know better. Grinding dudes with pierced ears. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It gets better and better. Um, <laughs> my eye says I win. Always. <laughs> Michael Trevino slash Mild High. Um, TM, hey, welcome TM Aquatics. Glad you could make it. Um, Susie Q says hi to you. Hi. There you go. I missed it. Um, oh, did I? Okay. Scrolled I scrolled. There we are. There we are. There we CK, besides waiting for female to mature, which way to help her with egg production? Um, CK, could you tell me what species we're talking about? I'm looking, I'm scrolling up to see if I can figure it out. So you're talking about distilled water. Lumpy dog gave the brilliant suggestion that totally passed me by, but I'm not sure which species we're talking about CK. Um, so if you could tell me what species you're talking about, I could help you maybe in more detail, but in general, feed them a ton. So getting females to ripen, um, and fill up with roe, it's just, it's feed them a ton, first of all, so that they can produce the eggs. The eggs are made out of a, a high percentage of fat and protein. So it takes a lot of energy out of a female fish to create them. So you've got to give her excess nutrients. Um, and just shove food in her, change the water enough to compensate for that so you can keep the water really clean while you're doing that. So it's clean water and food is the main thing. And then if I know the species, there might be a temperature trigger. There might be something where you let the water actually kind of stagnate and kind of, I'm going to say neglect. You don't actually neglect them, but you stimulate, stimulate, you sim, I'm going to, oh, 
let him go. I we'll get to those comments soon. You simulate <laughs> the dry season, which is kind of icky conditions uh, and um, and not as much food and things. And then you can suddenly simulate <laughs> the uh, wet season and trigger fish to spawn. It just depends on what kind of fish we're talking about. But um, food and clean water is what fills them, whether they need a, a dry season before that or not, and other tricks uh, will depend on the species. Lumpy Dog says, thank you to Cory Boy Aquatics. Very much appreciated. I concur. Thank you. Thanks again. Mr. B's Fishing Things. It's not, it's not a haircut. Yeah. No. It's not a cut, unfortunately. It's riffraff is what I got going on. Speaking of Rocky Horror, this is riffraff. I'm riffraff's cousin, apparently. <laughs> Priscilla. <laughs> Mr. Beast Fishing Things. <clears throat> Me too. Okay, cool. Um, I think you're saying you're bald too. Cool. Mile High Pleco. So everyone can hear you. Good. We got to that point. <laughs> this boy needs more Plecos in his life. Yes. Um, so Mile High, um, again, I don't know if you got it, but I did try to send you an email asking for suggestions for plecos that could go in water in the, you know, low to mid seventies. Like I keep my fish room 75 on average, say. Um, so if you did, if you didn't get that, would you let me know and I'll resend or, or see if I got the email address wrong or something. If you did get it, then when you get a chance, there's no huge rush. Um, I might be after the Nigerian order and things. Um, I might try some, I might break down and try some plecos, but I'd like to start researching now and getting ready for whichever species it is that could tolerate lower temperatures. And also I don't have high flow. So not a lot of flow in my aquariums as far as uh, water moving around. Um, all right. So in case you couldn't tell, Mile High Plecos loves Plecos and thinks you need more. Um, real thing for you fish tanks is laughing on the floor while he rolls. Priscilla. At Mile High Plecos, come get the puffer and bring me the shrimpies and snails. All right, little exchange going on. Fish and glass, two out of what? That's how much I get out of every batch of 40. Two out of each batch, huh? Survive? Well, hey, two's better than nothing, I guess. Uh, real thing for you, fish tanks, I need Plecos in my life. All right. <laughs> Mile high at Priscilla. I don't want no puffer. We don't need no stinking puffers. <laughs> Priscilla, yes, you do. You want it, Trevor, for your coals. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, all right. All right. Looking for a question or a comment that's uh, more than banter. Which banter's fine. Banter away. It's great fun. Um, Mr. B's Fishing Things. Question. Thank you, Mr. B's Fishing Things. How far apart do you live from one another? Ooh. About 25 hours is how long it took yeah. to drive up here, driving straight. So yeah. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. I'm in Sheridan, Wyoming. Let me tell you about how crazy this fool is. So um, <laughs> he, he left at 6 p.m. on Tuesday. Tuesday. On Tuesday. So I was like, oh, great. I'll see him Thursday, maybe Friday, right? Because he's got little kids, so it can take a little longer. <laughs> I get a text from him at 11 mm -hmm. o'clock 
Wednesday morning saying, we'll be there in four hours. And so I respond and I'm like, no, we'll be there at four o'clock. Yeah. And so I respond and I'm like, like today, are you talking about Thursday? What day are we talking about? He's like, no, today we're in Cheyenne in Cheyenne, Wyoming. This guy drove from 6 PM on Tuesday and made it to Sheridan, Wyoming by like 4 PM on Wednesday. It's a long day. <laughs> or you know, with the time change right. and all that. Yeah. 25 hours, about 25 hours. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. That's dedication is what that is. That's right. So when I say this guy knows how to grind, he knows how to grind. And I'm talking about work. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Um, so, yeah. Mile High will be right back. Or he's bringing something beer. Um, Priscilla, I was at your house. I know there is room. There's always room for a fish room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> metal tanks you're talking oh, about. Oh, the tanks that electrocute you. Nice. Yeah, the old metal frame tanks. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> it, especially when you have an old lighting system on it. Yep. Absolutely. It doesn't really electrocute you so much as just like make sure you're awake. Yeah, <laughs> Pebs 13. Yep, I had two metal tanks growing up. And do you have the marks to prove it? <laughs> um, <laughs> they're beautiful, though. I, I like those um, metal frame tanks. In fact, um, Pal Joey, maybe it's like Pal Joey 54 or whatever, but Pal Joey, who, who lurks in this channel and comments on stuff, he's building an aquarium and he's going to use uh, aluminum angle iron to, um, is it called iron if it's aluminum? Anyway, you know what I'm talking about, I hope, to create like this metal frame around a modern tank. So I guess the old metal frame look, I think that's a cool idea. Um, Priscilla, how deep do you have to dig for the pond for water in San Antonio? Is that? I get, so yeah, so when I bought the farm, it's 20 acres and it already had two ponds on it. So one of them I think will dry out um, before I get back, but the other one's definitely there all year round. I don't know how long they dug. But when I get back, I'm buying a tractor. Maybe I'll dig it some deeper. We'll see. <laughs> so you've got a fish pond and a Daphnia pond. Like that's it, yeah. <laughs> Temporary pond and a permanent pond. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Um, let's see here. Bob Kaler had a metal tank when I was a kid. Yep, absolutely. Um, oh, I already read that one. Here we go. It's fun to watch you two. Definitely brothers. Yep. We even get along, which is amazing. That could change. There's still time. Corey boy. <laughs> Dan, do you sell black worms and vinegar eels? I don't. Um, California black worms sells black worms. A lot of wholesalers do. There is a location on the East Coast, a source on the East Coast, which I forget the name. If anyone knows the name of that black worm source on the East Coast, would you let us know? Um, but, and I don't sell vinegar eels, but Corey boy, if you want some, just let me know, and if, if you pay the shipping, I'll just send you vinegar eels, and I can send you microworms too. I won't charge you for that. That's like, that's just like hobbyist sharing stuff at that level, as far as I'm concerned. Um, or if you order some fish and there's room, just leave a note. Like I'm, I, I could use some blackworms, or not blackworms. They need to be like kept cold, so I can't send those with fish, but um, like really cold, like refrigerated. 
but um, like microworms or fruit flies, maybe fruit flies I could try or vinegar eels, you know, stuff like that. If you do an order and you need some of that stuff, just put it in the notes. And if there's room in the box, I'll throw some in for you. The other, recently someone did that. They ordered Corridor's Elegans and I had eight Corridor's Elegans. They ordered seven. And so they wanted some stuff, some live food, but I ended up sending the eighth Corridor's Elegans instead because I didn't want to leave them alone. So there wasn't room in the box that time, but when there's room, I'm happy to just throw in a little starter culture. It doesn't take much at all. All right. Um, Corey Boy asked you, so, no, how's that for a short answer? <laughs> no, but I can get you some. Priscilla MK Art, I need to go fishing in Wyoming, Colorado. Blo yeah, Priscilla, do you fly fish? If you come up here, I will take you fishing. We can uh, do some spinner fishing with lures or we could do fly fishing, but I know where to go and I'd be happy to take you. I love it up there on the mountain fishing. Mile High Pleckles, I'll be in Gillette for a couple weeks. So Gillette's 90 miles away, uh, an hour and a half, roughly, depending on how you drive, maybe an hour for you. And um, Mile High, if you can make it over, I'd, I'd love to show you the place, if you can make the trip to Sheridan. Lumpy Dog with the Rocky Horror Picture Show trolling adventure. Um, Doug's Fish Adventure. Hey, Dan and Fish family. Well, hey, welcome. This is Jonathan. Hi. <laughs> Corey boy. Okay, Dan, I got to go care for kids and family. Yeah, it's amazing how kids and family take, take time. Lumpy Dog says, Riff Raff is fun to play. Yes, yes. Leading the time warp, huh? Riff and Magenta. <laughs> they're all fun to play. They're, it, I, they're so goofy. Bob Kaler saying hi to Doug's Fish Adventure. I like that handle, Doug. It is an adventure every day, isn't it? Can you talk about the tank behind you guys, says Adrian Castillo. I'm new to your channel. Take it away, Jonathan. Can I get this right? <laughs> uh, it's 125 gallons. You've got skunk quarries in there, and they are very fun. They're probably my favorite fish in it because it's sand on the bottom, and they suck it into their mouth, and they just shoot it out of their gills. So you have this like little waterfall, sandfall, <laughs> coming out of their gills constantly. It looks yeah. really cool. Yeah. So really fun. And um, they'll like dig up to their eyeballs yeah. in it. Like <laughs> they're going in. <laughs> they're, they're having a great time. Yeah. The uh it's got some what are those koi colored sword tails? I don't know. Yeah koi proper. swords. Mm -hmm. Koi swords. Mm -hmm. And they're cool. They're just uh, getting to the point where Oh there they go look yeah where the dude swords are starting to like do their spinning thing around the ladies and uh, yeah. trying to make things happen. So that's <laughs> starting to be fun. And uh, and the angels too, they're, I think I was looking at it today and there was uh, there was two going at it, like lip to lip. And then there was a third one that kept trying to get in between them, like stop, you play nice or something. Yeah. I don't know what they were saying to each other, but anyway, so yeah. So uh, that's what's in there. And it's Dan's only show tank. So all the rest of the tanks are very bare. Yeah, let me show you. Cool fish. Let me show you this, um, Adrian. So I go for functionality, not purdy. So this is most of the tanks. Um, they're just bare bottom tanks with some plants to keep things clean, um, a sponge filter, and you can probably see the box filter. And that's kind of it for, let me just circle you around. Oh, that's blocking most things. Yeah. For most of the fish room. Um, so this behind me is the only tank that I've bothered with trying to, uh, make look good. 
And it looks yeah. good. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, so 125 gallon tank is 18 inches from front to back. It's six feet long and it's uh, just about two feet tall, roughly. I'd have to measure it to be certain exactly how tall it is. It's got a play sand substrate from Home Depot. Ooh. Everyone says you shouldn't and they're right, but you can and I did. <laughs> um, and it has a Fluval FX5 on it, which is a little bit of a blast from the past. The equivalent today is a Fluval FX6. They no longer distribute the FX5, but that filter does an amazing job of keeping the sucker clear. Uh, I've got an airstone in there just to kind of break up surface tension. And that's in a power head just for extra circulation to prevent algae from settling too much and to kind of help whip the debris and stuff up so it can get caught into the filter system and taken out. And that's really it. It's super simple. The lighting on this thing is just these LED shop lights, um, which you probably can't see. They're just four foot LED shop lights, super cheap from Amazon. I will be changing that with some, probably some Fluval planted 3.0s or something like that. Um, plant, ah, hang on. There we go. I think I got you back. But, um, but it's plenty of light to grow the plants and things. And I think the fish will look a little better uh, once we do get the other light. But they look, I mean, if you're here in person, they, yeah. they look pretty good. Um, the plants... And thank you, thank you so much, 54 Punchy, for the plants. Um, most of them were given to me. Let's go over the plants real quick. So um, what are we seeing? So here is a piece of driftwood with some java fern on it and a little bit of java moss. That's a year's growth right there. I've had that sucker for a year in another tank. My godfather, my fish godfather, Jim Forche, uh, came up to visit and he brought me that, which I attached to some driftwood, and he brought me the water sprite as well, which is in every tank now. This is water sprite, all that green stuff floating in all those tanks. Um, it grows like a weed. It's awesome for balancing algae. That there is a sword plant, that big one, that I got from Petco. And then the rest of these plants all came from 54 Punchy, um, which I'm really grateful for. So Favorite plant, right? Your favorite plant right there, the pennywort. That's awesome. Yeah, the leaves there look like little islands kind of floating in the middle of the water column. They're really cool. So those are still growing out. They've only been in there for oh, a couple, three weeks, I guess. Um, is that long? Something like that. But that's the tank. It's super simple. Three species. I'll probably put one more species in. I'll probably put a group of hatchet fish in or something like that to swim just right up at the top. I have a group of 15 Odessa barbs that I kind of every day think I'm going to throw in there and then I don't. I want to throw them in though because they're so pretty. But they're also barbs, so I'm afraid they're going to disrupt the system. I'm afraid that they'll outcompete the uh, Corridoras for food, basically, is my fear. And they'll be hard to get out once I put them in. So I haven't put them in yet. I don't know if I will. But the fish I'm going to put in for sure is something up on top there to help. Uh, liven up the very top layer. And you but, haven't mentioned the stand. Oh, the stand. stand. So yeah, the stand that we made. So let's see if we can show you this. So this is an upright four by four with some two by fours across it. That's a hundred gallon tank right there. That's, that's a hairy knee. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just uh, a simple stand. Um, I have a video on how to make aquarium racks. And if you watch that video, that's basically what I did. But instead of an upright two by four, 
I used a four by four just for a little extra uh, support and because I had one laying around. So that's the tank. Uh, Adrian, if you have any follow-up questions about it, feel free to ask and we'll, we'll answer them. But I like to keep things simple. My background is breeding fish. So most of my tanks are bare because that's an easier way to control breeding and raise groups of fry and things like that. But this display tank will be nice, especially when the plants grow in a little more. Thomas, my first, oh yes, I like it, Thomas. My fish room is seven by 11, <coughs> you can do it. So <clears throat> that's a fair comment. <laughs> so we have our front room where you first walk in. Uh, it's, I think it's like eight by probably 15. And uh, my, my wife and I have decided that we can split it. I get one half of it for fish and the other half will be for like, music and stuff. So. Oh, cool. It'll kind of be efficient. Cool. There you go. Yeah. You know the marriage is working when you're dividing the house in half. <laughs> <laughs> She's allowed in my house. <laughs> cool. Um, but Thomas, yeah, in a 7 by 11 fish room, man, you sure breed a lot yeah. of fish. That's awesome. Um, it's amazing what you can pack in if you use the space right and do rack systems and things. Sergeant Tank, hey! <laughs> Welcome, Sergeant. Glad you're here. Welcome. Right back at... Uh, I always forget I'm backwards on camera. Bob Kaler, hi to Sergeant Tank. Everyone's saying hi. Tea party between Bob and Jeremy and some other folks. Um, here we go. Here we go. All right. I caught up, I think. Pebs 13, I used to want a pond, but now that I, now that I live in Texas, hey, you got a neighbor. That's right. It's a small state. I it's bet you live like next to each other. 10 hours. Now across. that I live in Texas, I don't want to be outside in the heat. How was that for you? Because we're from, we're from Northern California, kind of in the hills where it got a little up by the mountains. It, it got a little warm, but it also cooled off generally. So yeah. how was that? It's pretty warm. Yeah. And humid. That's the worst part. I remember when we got off the plane... Um, my kids got out on out of the plane and it wasn't directly into the terminal. They had to like walk across part of the runway. Oh. And they like put their hands up and they were just like, Dad, why am I so wet? And uh, well, it's because it's Texas and it's humid and we've been wet ever since. <laughs> Reasons to live in Texas. <laughs> That's right. But <laughs> we, it's a good job. It's a good place. We, we, like we hear you, Pubs 13. We hear you. Doug's Fish Adventure, getting started on my YouTube channel. Yes, cool. great. Swing by, check it out, tell me what you guys think. So Doug, how many videos do you have? Is this like your, your virgin run? Do you have just one video up or do you have a few up there? Um, Doug's Fish Adventure, I'm gonna write that down. And while I'm writing that down, for those that are just joining us, Venture, um, I'm looking for a picture of a yeah. koi or a goldfish that you wouldn't mind giving me permission to use as a thumbnail on the internet. Um, so if, if you have a picture and you're willing to let me use it, koi or goldfish, then I would very much appreciate it if you would email it to dan at dansfish.com. That's D-A-N at D-A-N-F-I-S-H dot C-O-M. Um, I'd greatly appreciate it. Mile Half Legos, Dan's Fish After Dark. <laughs> it's been long enough that I'm not sure what that was in response to, but I'm sure I would have enjoyed it if I did. Um, 
Doug's Fish Adventure says, I'm no Dan, but I'm going to try it out. Going bald or starting a fish channel? I recommend both. Hair is a nuisance. I love being bald. It's like scrub and go. I love it. <laughs> Honestly. My life like goes, I got it and I email you back. Okay, great. Great. Lumpy Dog. Nothing cuter than baby albino quarries. Dan's got them too. Yeah, and they're growing so fast. Okay, so for those that haven't seen the video, these, I've never had a fish grow this fast. Like even killifish, I think. Maybe, maybe some of the killifish have, but so I got these albino corridors. They spawned. It was great. I'm raising the babies. And then I have to leave for five days. So I'm worried that these tiny little babies are not going to do well without food for five days, right? That's a problem. So I put them in this 30 gallon breeder that I had, which was covered with mulm, had some Java moss and Java Sprite in it and had a blackworm colony going with some scuds. So I was like, well, if it's going to give them a shot and detritus worms and stuff like that, it, maybe this tank will give them a shot. I came back from that trip and they were big. And then something happened. They got big enough that they could actually eat the black worms a few days after I returned from my trip. And once they could eat those black worms, they like for days, that's all they did. They got massive really quick. So Within, within two to three weeks, I'd have to look at the exact date, but it wasn't long. They got to like looking like adults and got to a little over quarter inch, maybe half inch size. Some of them, it blew my mind. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're awesome. They're an awesome fish. I know that Corridors Aeneas is super common. I know it's not like a triumph to breed it, but it is fun to breed it. It's a great fun fish. There's a reason they're common and there's a reason they're inexpensive. It's because they're hardy, it's because they're fun, and because they breed well. So what more could you want? Thomas, I'll email you about the goby. Gotta go. Hot to go. One of the two. Um, okay, great. Yeah. Sounds good. I'd like to get them to a good home and I'll just give them away for the cost to ship the box. It's no problem. Priscilla. Oh, Dan, Dan, Dan. My limias are spawning. Hey! I moved them into a 20 gallon with algae and they ate it all. They do that really well. So we don't usually think of live bears as algae control, but swordtails, platys, limias, even guppies will kind of graze on it, but platys, swordtails, limias, those kinds of fish, they do a great job eating algae. They, they really do. Not all types of algae, but anything that's kind of soft and delicate, like diatom algae, that kind of stuff, their mouths are, are kind of built to rasp. They kind of scrape and graze stuff out and uh, they're great at it. I'm so glad to hear that they're doing well, Priscilla. I hope you get tons of babies and they're so fun in the tank. I mean, we have like three generations yeah. going in here. Like how many fish are in there? Do you think? 300, 300, yeah, like it's a swarm. It's you go, you go to feed them and it's just this foot, like 12 inch by 12 inch by 12 inch block of solid limias just up yeah. there. It's pretty From amazing. Big ones to tiny ones. Yeah. The whole shebang. Yeah. They aren't bothering their fry at all, yeah. which is great. I think, I think some plants and they do really well. They're easy. Uh, Priscilla. Oh, so he drove past us, says Priscilla. Oh yeah. Drove right by. Yeah. You Colorado, right? Yeah. You smoked yeah. right through Colorado. Yeah. yeah you weren't as fast even, as I could. yeah, you were like a 4 a.m. <laughs> 30 second, three second thought. Denver was. KC okay, Zebra Plecos. Female is two years old, 
Two males are five years old and three years old. Been in the cave, lots, but no eggs yet. Just trying to help the female, probably too young. Well, two years. Um, all right, Mile High, what do you think? What can we do to help CK out here with some zebras? Lumpy Dog, seasonal pond sounds perfect for killifish. Get on that. Yep, that's true. I had that thought. <laughs> but I'm going to have cows, but that's part of hey, the killifish there's too, There's actually. buffalo in Africa. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've actually, I think I mentioned this on a live stream once, yeah. they've tried to introduce killifish lots of times to lots of places for mosquito control. It's never been successful. Mm -hmm. um, I'm talking about annual killifish species. There's just something about the consistency and the makeup of the soil where they live that is important and isn't duplicated, at least not in the areas that they've tried to introduce them. Mm -hmm. So no one's been able to introduce annual killifish to uh, other locations yet that, that I'm aware of. I know several failures, like in Hawaii they tried, uh, all these temporary pools and stuff, they wanted to control the mosquitoes and they tried that and they couldn't get them to, they couldn't get the next generation to hatch and grow up okay. So the F1s didn't didn't happen. Um, but, but where are we at? Oh yeah, yeah. So seasonal pond for killifish, yeah, but I, I mean, even just Daphnia, the seasonal ponds. We had this tiny little seasonal pond yep. uh, basically on our property, more or less, <laughs> growing up. And uh, we, we went to a lot of bodies of water that, were, that we got chased out of. But, um, but that thing was full of Daphnia every spring and fall. It was awesome. Let's see here. Priscilla MKR, do Corey's crossbreed? Absolutely. Yeah, they absolutely will. Fly fishing. Oh, okay. So Priscilla does spinning. Well, we can do that too. Um, maybe not as uh, extravagantly, but there are some good spinning places around. Jeff Rose, Priscilla can fly fish for sure. Yeah. Maybe we, maybe we just have to try. <laughs> Jeff Rose, stop trolling me. <laughs> Uh-oh. Nice. Lumpy, Dog, Lumpy Dog's internet connection Ooh. is back. Ooh. Oh, he's ready. <laughs> Jeff Rose. She's a lifelong fisherwoman. I'm gonna go deep sea fishing. Oh, I haven't done that yet. I've lived on the coast and I still haven't done it. Yeah, I, well, do that I know. I've, my, one of my life goals is to catch a fish bigger than myself. So uh, we'll see. That's gonna be a big fish. It's gonna be a beauty. Tall fish. <laughs> um, mile high bait Priscilla. Yeah, I get it. I see what you did there, mile high. <laughs> Lumpy dog. Just notice the rainbows are gone, but koi swordtails have appeared. Yes. Oh yeah, in the tank behind me. I was like, in your tank? Oh no, that's horrible. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. So the um, I really like the Erie and red rainbows a ton. They didn't pop on camera enough. I'll say that they in person they look fantastic, but there's something about the iridescent quality and stuff that just made them on camera kind of wash and the definition wasn't there. So I, I wanted some red color in there though, or orange at least. So I put in some sword tails. Um, so now I guess we technically have a central slash South American tank. We've got sword tails, angelfish and quarries. And I'll probably ruin it by putting in Odessa barbs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they're fun to watch. I love the males when they display and they zip around. I love it when they zip backwards. It's just crazy how they can do that. Alrighty, Jeff Rose, I hope you catch some this year, Priscilla. 
Don't give up. It'll happen. Yeah. Priscilla did catch a bluegill, so she's good for the year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it jumped on me. Do you see how yeah, that happens? Like fine. you touch it and it just goes. Poof. Um, Middle. Hang on. I'm looking. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Jeffro says they're beautiful. Speaking about, I think, bluegill. They are. Okay. I think I showed this last week, but a beautiful sunfish is uh, Lepomis meg megalotus. Uh, Lepomis megalotus. Check these guys out. These are like discus. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen a tank of these in person, and they're absolutely fantastic. The long ear sunfish. I'm trying to scroll on there. That's not working. I mean, these things are beautiful. And this is no lie. Like, this is what they look like right here. They're fantastic. So anyway, um, yeah, I love the sunfish. That's my favorite sunfish. I've kept orange spotted and some others, but this is the one that, that one day I'd like to keep. All right, so <laughs> Mile High is recommending the FX6 highly. He says, I hate, hate, hate my FX, FX6. Um, Dan, can you explain how you run your power in your room? I'm learning in this area. Yeah, I'll talk about that. Um, and they're a giant pain in the butt to clean. Yeah. So I'll talk about the filter and then I'll talk about electricity. And Mile High, I should probably do a separate quick video for you another time so I can actually, you know, walk around and show you the different things. But as far as the filter goes, so this came reef ready. This 125 gallon tank is an oceanic. They don't make them anymore, unfortunately, because they got bought out and replaced and cheapened. I don't know if you can see it, but in that corner, there's a bevel. It's like eight inches by six inches and then goes all the way from the bottom to the top. And then in this corner, can you see it? There's another bevel, like a weir really. trap. You can't see it. But anyway, those are stuffed full of filter floss, um, you know, polyfill for people that make pillows and quilts and stuff, right? And so that catches almost all the detritus before it even gets to the FX5 that I'm running. And so to clean the filter, I just take out the polyfill and throw in some new polyfill. I'm not gonna have to clean the FX for six months probably. So that's how I get around that. I do a little pre-filtering and use the FX uh, more for biological. So I don't know if it makes sense, but that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so, but yeah, to clean them, I haven't used the FX6, but the FX5, it's definitely, uh, it's a process, getting that top off and everything for sure. The thing I don't like about the FX5 is every time I restart it, it takes a couple days to quiet down because air gets trapped in it and it can't get the air out. So it's stuck in there kind of churning until the air dissolves into the water and is dissipated that way. So that's the only complaint I have about it. Um, so anyway, <laughs> from Mile High Plecos, FX6 is something you might want to think twice about. Um, so the power... Mile high, I had a um, electrician come do the electricity. I had a really bad experience working for a fish wholesaler once where I plugged in an extension cord and it 
shorted out and like there was this flash of light and heat and my entire hand here was all third degree burns. It looked like, um, well, I'll show you what it looked like. It talk, talk for a second. Um, Rotisserie chicken? Yeah. Talk for just a second. I'm going to show him this. So Dan's got the fish room on its own power. So it's not the same as the house. I don't know how big yours is, mile high. Um, but he's got it on its own separate meter, its own separate everything. So basically, if you're going to wire a house, as far as I understand it, that's how he wired the room. It has its own mini house. So um, there I don't it know is. if you need that for... Booyah. Okay. Oh, yeah, you got it. Okay, just a second. Let me show you this. So this all happened because some dweeb at, at that place got the female end of that extension cord wet and then just hung it back up. So no one knew. So I went to grab an extension cord and plug it in. I will. Okay. And, um, and this is the result. That's me in front of the emergency room. I'm about to go in. This, my thumb, I don't know if, how much you can see it black like your it's, shirt <laughs> it's like crispy and it's like an overcooked hot dog yeah same here and same kind of up in some of these areas and then the rest was like two degree um burns so that is my experience with electricity in the workplace so i don't mess with it um is the bottom line i I allow professionals to work with the electricity now. So I had a guy come in and here's what we did. He, um, he installed that. So it's a dedicated uh, you know, circuit breaker just for the fish room. That is a panel, yeah. That's a meter right there. So it tells me how much electricity I'm using so that I can write it off as a business expense. So this is what all the electricity in the fish room goes through. Um, as you can see, all the ones with yellow dots, those are GFI. So they're total safety. They trip extremely easily. And um, I did have four put in that are not GFI because those are those control systems that I don't want to go out easily, like, um, like sump pumps, um, things like that, to where if they didn't work, the entire fish room would totally flood. So I did not put those on GFI. If I was to do this again, I would. I would have put everything on GFI. But anyway, I had an electrician come in and do that. All of the electricity, all the outlets are in the ceiling. There's no outlets down below. So it's going to be hard for water to get to them to have a problem. So that's kind of the basics of how I did it. Um, I'll have to maybe make a video to show you more specifically how it's done. It made it easier too because you have an unfinished ceiling, so oh yeah, there's just beams to put stuff right yeah. on. You don't have to. I mean, there's a cement wall right in front of us, so that mm -hmm. would have been harder. <laughs> yeah, and we did the electricity before we blew in the insulation, yeah. or, or yeah, I guess that's what you call it, blew in the foam insulation. So, um, so mile high. That's the quick version. I hope that's helpful. But just from my experience of getting burned and almost like losing the nerves in my hand, it was really close. Um, I just hire people for electricity now <laughs> and set and have them set it up. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one thing I would change though, is I would put everything on GFI, no matter what, even the sump pumps, um, just because yeah, it's just so much safer. 
And I have tripped them a couple times when I wasn't careful with a hose or something. I've tripped a GFI, got some water on a light and poof. But it was quick and nothing hurt. I mean, those GFI are amazing as far as safety goes. So, um, yeah, that's the quick version, Mile High. Lumpy Dog, are your Koi Swords jumpers? I have lost a few of mine to jumping out a small hole in my aquarium top. Wow, never had that problem before with other sword tails. I don't have that problem. I have three tanks, of, four tanks of sword tails right now. Um, this one has a lid, but none of the other three have lids that I keep shut, and I've never found one on the floor. So, man, I've kept sword tails since I was like 14. I don't think I ever remember one jumping. So I haven't had that problem, but, but you know what? There are times when fish that aren't jumpers surprise you and do that. The Odessa barbs I have right now, they're jumpers. Surprise the heck out of me. You don't think of Odessa's as doing that, but there's something about their tank they're in and how it's set up and how the flow goes that they want to ride it up and ride out. So I uh, actually lost some of them because they jumped out before I realized that they wanted to do that. So. So they'll surprise you sometimes. But that's too bad, Lumpy Dog. I'm sorry you lost some. Fortunately, it's an easy fix, right? A couple lids. Priscilla, it was small. The bluegill. We're back to bluegill. Took it off the hook, flopped out of my hands, back in the water. Smart bluegill. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it. A hip to the jag bluegill. Jeff Rose, fish keeping. Aw, Priscilla. Last year I fished for two months, practically every day before I caught my first fish. Almost gave up. No way. That's horrible. That's horrible. No. So I have a fishing buddy and the other day we went and he caught 10 fish and I caught zero. He kind of says I caught half a fish because I got one on the hook, got it kind of out of the water and then it flopped off. But it was really weird. We were standing right next to each other. We're using the same lures. We're doing, but he skunked me. It's okay. I often outfish him, but usually the differential's not that big. <laughs> Ten to zero. Ugh. Um, Lumpy Dog at Mile High. You're not supposed to clean FX6 filters. Once dirty, you're supposed to throw them out and buy something cheaper and better design. <laughs> So I haven't used the FX6 before. I don't have one. I, I have my old FX5, which I like. So this is good to know. Um, do you guys go with like Sun Sun? I mean, when you say cheaper, are you going that cheap? That's hilarious, Lumpy Dog. You're supposed to throw that $500 filter out when it gets dirty or whatever it is these days. Priscilla, I used Nightcrawlers, was about to give up. Oh man, it jumped again. Jeez, Louise, that's the bane of my existence. Yeah. I, you know, one day YouTube will fix this jumping issue and I'll be a happy man. Happier man. Nightcrawlers, Priscilla. All right, yeah, still talking about fishing. Um, struggle is real, says Jeff Rose. Priscilla, no one told me they would slime up like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to scroll through and look for some questions, see if I can help some people out. Priscilla, the Lemmys look amazing full grown. Well, do I envision a drawing or a painting in the future of those Lemmys? I hope so. But yeah, they do. They're, I like both the species a lot. Both the Perugier and the uh, Nigrofasciata are both just, not only they're pretty, they're fun. Like their personality is great. They're just fun. 
Let me dog smoke through Colorado. <laughs> yeah, he didn't go through Oregon or would have smoked through there too. Um, <laughs> Priscilla, I live in Fort Collins and Mile High is Johnstown. Yeah, I've, I've been through uh, Fort Collins quite a bit. In fact, I was there for a week-long conference a couple years ago. Um, and I, I kind of gave myself a self-guided tour last time I was in Denver of the local fish stores. But the only day I had to see them was, I think it was like a Sunday or something, and or maybe it was a Monday. I can't remember. But a lot of them were closed, and it, it was a little bit of a bummer. So one day I'd like to go down with people that know the area and, and get get the real skinny on what's going down the going on down there. Um, mile high. Yep. You drove right by us. Yep. You did. I bet he doesn't know where Johnstown is. I said Jamestown, didn't I? Johnstown. Yeah. Nope. But that's what Google's for. <laughs> mile high. Hey, we have a sign. Well, uh-huh. tell them about the town we grew up in. We grew it up. It wasn't even a town. Yeah, it was uh, Mount Ockham, California. Mount Ockham. 1,200 people? I Maybe. Might have been Might have been 1,200. There was a post office and a gas station. Yep. And the nearest real town was 45 minutes? Not 45 yeah, we went to school uh, 45 minutes from our house. It was, not, not by bus. By bus, it was three, three and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. And it was awesome. I loved it out there. So. And guess what? We had a sign, too. Um, <laughs> um, let's see Lumberdog, Dan put a few red wag platies in the display tank behind you need some dark red more movement in there just my two cents yeah yeah the orange might not be wait, wait. oh I saw you laughing on the delayed one yeah, <laughs> I was like wait what oh sorry um, yeah I see what you're saying I see what you're saying. Something, some kind of darker red. Yeah. But I had the koi, so that's what I went for. Um, if you do surface dwellers, can you get colorful ones of those? Like yeah, colorful surface. Surface dwellers are hard. Like, I had that question the other day from uh, Scarlet Aquatics. And I felt like I kind of failed the answer. There just aren't that many that are true dedicated surface fish that, like, really stay on the surface. So... Hatchets are good. There's butterfly fish or pantadons will do it. Four-eyed fish will do it. Like there's a few, but ones that are like bright colors. What about you guys? Any surface dwelling fish? True, like stick at the surface fish that are really bright colors. There's a few killifish, but they need plants and stuff. Uh, But like an open water kind of be happy kind of surface fish. Not that many. Um, If you know any colorful ones, I'm in the market. But yeah, Lumpy Dog, I hear you on that. Uh, we might get there eventually. Because there's a lot of white, right? I've got um, the the Platinum Angels, pretty much white. And then the Koi Swords have a lot of white on them. And then the color on them tends to be an orange, which is lighter. So I hear you. Um, Mile High Plug goes, that's what I want to do with my room. Electrical. Oh, when you do the electrical? Yeah, keep it high. <laughs> well, you live in Colorado. Of course you keep it high. Um, keep it high, keep it GFI. Yeah, it's a rhyme. Keep it high, keep it GFI. Um, well, bye, Mob Guppy. Your hand. Oh, never mind. Still here. <laughs> Did I? I wonder if I l- lagged or something. Yeah, you talk about your hand doing that. 
Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Ew. Thanks. He was I, right. Oh, I, snap, you. I need you here like the whole time. Oh, I love like. watching your live streams. You, you get lost half the time. <laughs> I do, because there's so many conversations going at once. It's just hard to keep track. Yeah, once I hit 40, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mile high, now I'm scared to use the extension cord. Dude, I double check the extension cord every time before I plug it in now, but that's what... That's what a burn like that'll do for you. It's the dumbest thing. You'd think you could plug in an extension cord. It wasn't plugged into anything else. You'd think you could just plug in an extension cord and be okay. And here's the kicker. It was my last day on the job. And it was the day before I had to pack a U-Haul and drive my rear end up here to Sheridan. So I've got this fresh burn. <laughs> and I've got to like load this U-Haul. Everyone at work helped out. They all came and helped out. I think it was the next day, but I might have that wrong. It might have been a couple days before, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not when you want to have a gimpy hand, when you got to move. Um, <clears throat> Priscilla, I invited all my Facebook fishy friends to Dance Fish Facebook page. Well, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. And are you smiling? Oh, yeah. And you are In that smiling. picture? And you were smiling? Thank you. Yeah, I need you to hear more. Yeah, so, oops, that's not it. Um, I don't know where the picture went, but yeah, I was. Um, for the photo, I mean, I was crying inside. <laughs> but for posterity, I was smiling, yes. <laughs> it was great fun. No, it wasn't. Uh, Priscilla, made me realize I need some real friends that aren't into fish. There's no such thing. <laughs> what is this of which you speak? Friends that aren't into fish? I know thee not, Priscilla. Uh, Peb's... 13. Bye, mob. Oh, but wait, he's back. Mile high. Please, please, please make a video about the electrical. I will. Mile high, I will. Hang on. Mile highs. You've kind of covered that in some other ones, but not maybe dedicated on it. Huh? Yeah, there's some there's some tours of the fish room and stuff and fish room build videos where I casually go over it, but I don't have a video like just about it, so I can do that. Um, how far are you on your fish room build? Like, do you, got some pictures up? I want to see how it's coming. Pebs 13. Yes, video would help. You can build the electric to your business. Yep. Then separate your personal electric. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I just went ahead and got a separate meter, so it's easier. But I've got to do that for the water, too. The thing is, I know how much water I use. Because I know how many gallons... I have here and you I know. Tell them how much water right. you use. Yeah, what was it? We calculated. 1,200 gallons a day? 1,200 <laughs> gallons a day. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Unless that's wrong, but that's what we came up with. Yeah, it's about <laughs> a third of each tank every day. And I think that was just for the 75s. So I don't think we calculated the yeah. 20s and the 5.5s and the 30s. I remember, but yeah. So it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. Um, Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but hey, to keep, here's, okay, so here's what I've learned about keeping fish over the years is that if you keep the water clean, they're going to be happy. And if you keep the water clean, you can feed them enough that they're in tip top condition. And so I keep the water clean. And uh, the other thing is when you're importing fish and bringing lots of fish in, you might have to throw, you know, 100, 200 fish in one tank. And so you have to keep that water um, 
changing over or they're just going to die. So, yeah. So I keep the water clean. It's good for the fry. It's good for the adults. It's good for everybody. It's bad for the uh, bill and uh, it's good for the lawn. That's right. <laughs> um, it's good for the plants. Peps 13. Okay, leaving now, ladies and gents. Have a great night. I feel like we need like theme music with that exit. That was, that was like that was like a theater exit, man. Good job, Peps 13. Limpy dog, changing circuit breakers in a panel is easy as pie. Yep. But I'll never do it. Because it hurt <laughs> when I got when I got flashed. Um Pep says, okay, leaving now, ladies and gents. Have a great night. <laughs> you just read it twice. No. Yes. Did I? Yes. Oh shoot. <laughs> Oh, that's less jokes fun. Yeah, jokes. It usually is. Um, let me dog the difference between fishing and catching. Yeah. Mile high. I'll never use sun sun again. It flooded my house. Ouch. Ooh. Oh, man. Did it like crack? Or did the seam leak? Or what happened? That's no good. Let me dog. My sun sun canister is on year three without issues. Hope I didn't just jinx it. Well, let me dog. I like your sun sun better than mile highs. <laughs> that's the problem right i mean if it does go out it's that's no good i mean down here it's fine in the fish room i'm lucky i i have a situation where i can flood the and do flood the room occasionally and it's not a problem at all but in general that can be a expensive deal hardwood floors or carpet or sheetrock getting wet any of that Ooh, that's no good bob kaler Limia and Nigrofasciata I got from you, Dan, are getting humpbacked. Very cool fish. Awesome. Awesome. See, I sell them so fast that they don't get old enough to get the humpbacks for me. And so Greg Sage and I went back and forth trying to figure out if they truly were humpbacks or if they were the tiger limias or some kind of hybrid because um, the tigers don't get the hump. But it's good to know. It's good to know. It must just be an age thing. But I, I rotate through them so fast that I still haven't seen, like, they get a little, little bit, but I've never seen the big, like, hump I expected. So, Bob, thanks for letting me know. That's awesome. Now I know what they are. <laughs> because there's there's a few different fish under the title Limia nigrofasciata. And some of them are probably going to end up being separate species or not, depending on how that goes. But, um, yeah, that gives me a better idea of what I have. So I really appreciate that, actually. Jeff Rose, Jinx Lump, you better knock on wood, buddy. I'll do it for you. There you go. Priscilla, if they leak, it's the top back part with the hoses. Okay. Like $8 for a new part on eBay. Plus the damage. Plus the damage. <laughs> Priscilla, total drawing some humpbacks. Good. My favorite, favorite oh. fish besides puffers. Yeah. It's their personality, right? I mean, they are an awesome little fish. Let me dog is laughing at Bob Kaler. YouTube flagged your comment for the Fasciata prefix. Oh man. Yeah. Yep. It happens. It happens. There's some locations too that are in Nigeria that are close enough to the N-word that it's hard to just even say the location of your fish. Yeah. So. But you know, I'm glad YouTube's trying to keep stuff kosher. So that's good. Priscilla, talk about mixing your metaphors. Um, Priscilla MK Hart. <laughs> and it wasn't even a metaphor. Nope. <laughs> it's all about the hump, Lumpy. Real thing for you. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm just going to let that go. I was trying to figure out if I should comment. No. 
Real thing, yeah, butterfly fish are great on the top, for sure. They are one. Not a lot of color, but a cool pattern, cool behavior, and awesome finish. Mob Guppy at Bob Kaler's Fish Hobby. And that was kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> I did it again. Yeah. Reading's hard. Um, said the professor. Priscilla MK Art. What's your bro's YouTube name? What is your YouTube name? I don't have one. What's your Facebook channel? Don't no. really have one. Yeah, yeah. This guy uh, is kind of a Luddite when it comes to the socials. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because by trade, you're like on the cutting edge of technology. <laughs> so, maybe it's the cobbler's kids never have shoes thing. Like you work with technology all day. So when you get home, it's like, nope. I want to play with creatures. Man. I want to go wade in the pond. Kids and creatures. Bluegill. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, so no, it's hard to get a hold of Jonathan. You have to kind of send a pigeon. My life play goes, your bro is awesome at keeping track of chat. Yeah, I need, I know, I know. You got to figure out how you can be like in the stream, like up in the corner, um, just be like, he's talking about this, Dan. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> um, Priscilla, don't flag my comment. Didn't. Didn't. Flag my comment. Okay, now it's just annoying. <laughs> Priscilla, I'm going to put video out on his fish room on Sunday. Well, me neither. Sounds awesome, though. I like videos of fish rooms. My high plec goes, boom, Priscilla saves the day. All right. Viola! Hey, welcome. How are the rabbits doing? Great, I just bought a used Sun Sun. <laughs> well, let's hope you got it from Lumpy Dog and not from Mile High. <laughs> Peter Thiel, hey, welcome, Peter. Glad you could catch the tail end of things here with us. Tilapia, Dan the Man. Um, ooh, Peter Thiel retracted. The plot thickens. <laughs> Priscilla, he said he's... What's that? watching oh okay so he's watching your live streams yep yep he is but so i guess you i don't have, have a to, channel but yeah you, you're a user but you don't have a channel yeah okay yeah so you've never posted content yeah gotcha um and you haven't you haven't commented nope during live chat never one day commented, never gonna know one day, cool. one day, Priscilla, Jonathan will comment during the chat and we'll all know his username. I don't even know it, honestly. Um, Peter Thiel, those humps, those humps, those lovely Limia humps. And now we have a drinking song. <laughs> Candy. Hey, welcome, Candy. Glad you could make it to the Fish Fam family night. Mile High Plecos is, what is that one? Is that candy? It looks like candy. Oh, hi, candy. Uh, yeah, I'm a little slow on the uptake, but I get you. I get there eventually with help. Um, Priscilla, my high Plecos fish room. Oh, cool. I went there and happened to record and just happened to record it, putting that video out on Sunday. Oh, good. Cool. Awesome. I mean, my high, I've seen some of your videos, so I have an idea of some of your tanks, but I'm looking forward to Priscilla's uh, lens on that. That'll be awesome. Real thing for you, fish tanks. He's a lurker. Yep. That's right. Yep. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with lurking, by the way. I do it all the time. 
just because I'm busy. I can't, I can't always like be that involved, but I like, I like it in the background while I'm working in the fish room and stuff. It's great fun. I find it entertaining to read the chat before you get to it. So I know what's coming and then I and can then see when you're getting it right up. or wrong. Yeah. It me out. Yeah. yeah. And I just like drooled water <laughs> out of my mouth on camera. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Real thing. Lurker. I can type. I can type today. Priscilla, my lens is higher quality. <laughs> That's the word on the street. Yep. You should come do dance fish room. Oh yeah. Priscilla, come bring your camera. That would be awesome. I could use someone with a high quality lens Faster because shutter on some of those fish. Man. Yeah. We were trying to take pictures of the clown barbs. Awful. Couldn't do it. Like they don't stay still. Tried to get some better pictures of the, uh, Melanotania, uh, which one, the Trifosciata, mm -hmm. Trifosciata rainbow fish, because they're looking awesome. And my pictures on the website are so bad because it's almost impossible to get a good picture of them. So I got Lightroom on my camera and I'm hoping I can mess around with shutter speed on that. Cause just my phone um, is what I'm using. So, oh, Bob did it again. Bob, thank you. Bob throwing down a super chat. Thank you so much. This is out lurking rocks. Props for the lurkers. Props to lurking rocks. Thanks Bob, appreciate it so much. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks for all you do for this stream, for this channel. And, uh, I love watching your videos, man. I like, uh, I like what you got cooking over there. So if you folks haven't seen Bob Kaler's fish hobby channel yet, he's got some cool videos, including an unboxing of mine. So you can kind of see, uh, what it looks like on the other end when my fish arrive to you, if you're into that thing. Oh, wait, you're here. You're into that thing. Um, <laughs> Priscilla, I wish I could lurk, but I just can't. I just, just, just have to, just have to, just have to. Mile high, it's going to be boring video. My tanks are boring, says the Pleco man who's trying to get everyone to get Plecos. <laughs> Priscilla, no, my camera is not that good. No, your lenses, your worldview, your artistic eye. Yes. The aesthetic through which you view the world. I get it. Um... All right. Lumpy Dog says, thank you, Bob Kaler's Fish Hobby. Always enjoy having you in the live stream. Yep. I second, third, fourth that. You missed my high telling Bob that it's not going to be. Oh, like not tonight, chaos. Bob. <laughs> no chaos tonight. Yeah, that's okay. I'm still recovering from that two weeks ago. That blew my, like, I've never seen madness like that. That was so fun. Plus, my wife loved it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, Michael, we're up to 200. <laughs> we're up to 200. So we start at 201 next time. <laughs> well, tell me when that's going to be. I'll show up. Um, <laughs> Priscilla, the most epic fish room I've ever seen was Greg Sage's. Oh, yeah. Well, not just the fish room, but the fish too, right? I mean, where else are you going to see all those amazing fish? Uh, yeah. Were the, were the Odessa barbs as good in person as I think they are? That's what I, that's what I want to know. They look like they're awesome. <laughs> My eyes says note taken. Um, what did you do with it all, Dan? Um, well, nothing yet, but I have some plans and, uh, you'll, you'll see, you'll see. Oh, I did some, I bought a big thing of fish food, so I did do something with it. Yeah. I had some fish food expenses to take care of. But um, the other is waiting for uh, a, a special project. So 
We'll, we'll tell you about that. Um, let's see here. I think we've got the bottom of the chat. We've been going for an hour and 30. Woo! Oh, and the lights the are light, going out. The fisherman's so... turning the lights off. It's 8.30. Yeah. So that is a tip. Put all your lights on timers. That way you never forget to turn one on or off. And it just gets nice stability with the plants and things. So it's pretty good. And you can get like two timers for like four bucks so on Amazon. So, yep. Um, was your wife super happy? Yes, Mile High. In fact, that was maybe the best part was uh, anytime anything happens that makes my dear, sweet, lovely, supportive wife more dear, sweet, lovely, and supportive of this hobby, um, the better. So yeah, she was very happy. And I, I think I told you guys, I, I just quit one of my jobs. And so it was kind of like, just really nice to know that if things go south, we can still uh, survive for, you know, another two weeks kind of thing. So it, it took a little pressure off. I'll say that. So that was that was really nice when I could tell her that and she could just like go like, oh, because we have plans and I think we're going to be OK, but it's all just plans right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, super happy and a little relieved. Uh, Priscilla, when are they were better? Wow, what is wrong with my brain? They were even better in person, like blood red. The Odessa barbs we're talking about. Okay, cool. Gray spawning method with the light diffuser mesh on the bottom. Yeah, cool. Man, one of my favorite fish. I like. Thanks for subbing, Candy. Yeah, everyone, head over to Bob's. Check out his channel. Sub if you like it. Uh, Wet Pets Global. There's a link there, and I'm not sure exactly what it's to, but I'm sure it's useful, so click on it. Um, <laughs> thanks, Lumpy Dog. Uh, candy Overhauls, you're welcome, Bob. I don't know why I wasn't already subbed. And then Lumpy Dog says, Angel Fish in the Wild video just posted on my local Facebook club page. Oh, okay. See comment above. Cool. That's awesome. Angel Fish in the Wild. That's great. Get to see some habitat and stuff. That's one of the best things about those collecting videos that Corey's doing in JH and such is that you just get to see the habitat, which is super helpful. Like when they're collecting the plecos and they're, you know, moving the boulders over and stuff so they can get them, you see how high the flow is. You see that, you know, it's just rock crevices they're in. All that information is great. So, yeah. Priscilla, I just type like, uh, we'll call that poopy, nothing wrong with you. Mile High Play goes, Candy isn't even subscribed to me. Hey, <laughs> Bob's gaining on you, Mile High. It's not going to be long now. Not going to be long now. <laughs> oh, yes, she is. Silly. All right, I'm going to shut it down. Thanks, everybody, for a great evening. It's been an hour and a half. And speaking of kids and family, we've got some kids that we've got to... They have been uh, creating a scavenger hunt for us while we've been live streaming. So we have to go up and do the little scavenger slash treasure hunt that they've been creating. They're all excited about it. Um, Candy says, yes, I am a fool. Well, you are in good company. You are in the right place. Here, you're just normal. Um, <laughs> Should I do it again? She actually said, yes, I am fool. She's talking to Mile High, but that's okay. Oh, geez. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I'm going to shut it down. Have a great night, everybody. We do this every Wednesday at seven o'clock mountain time. So we'll see you next week. Thanks again to everyone for participating. 
Lurking's even good. Super chatting, appreciate that. And Lumpy Dog, thanks for being an awesome moderator. Appreciate you all. Have a great night.